I'm Hiba Shanbo, your host. Hi, everyone. Just when did life become so hectic? Am I the only one having a hard time staying sane amidst all the chaos and the million and one things we have to do? Nowadays, we wear our business like a badge of honor. I know. Trust me, I'm guilty of it. We wear so many different hats. Wife, daughter, sister, friend, working woman, mother, and the list keeps growing. It's crazy. It feels like if we're anything less than perfect, we are failing at life. Honestly, my way of coping with the heaviness and burden of all the daily pressures is to connect with people and to find the humor in it all. Doesn't that just make life so much more lighthearted and easy to digest? The insights and the good laughs, those are what I live for. On this podcast, there's no sugarcoating life. We have candid chats, spill the tea on life in the hopes that we can connect with each other on a deeper level. I host people from all over the world who share their interesting stories, their failures and successes, and reveal some of their biggest insecurities and vulnerabilities. In these interviews, we address life's daily challenges, tackle controversial topics, and uncover practices to unlock our greatest potential as a way of empowering us to get on a positive path of self-discovery and personal growth. Join me on this journey of heart, mind, and soul. On today's episode, I want to discuss the highly sensitive person. The highly sensitive person, or the HSP, is someone who experiences any social, personal, and physical stimuli on a much deeper level than the average person. HSPs consist of around 15-20% to of the population, and so, as you would imagine, they are generally misunderstood and often don't integrate well. Or let's say they don't conform easily to social norms. Dr. Elaine Aaron a psychotherapist and author of the very popular book, The Highly Sensitive Person, which she published over 25 years ago, created a silent revolution and made HSPs all over the world feel like they belong. Discovering that you're an HSP is important. It will give you those aha moments, make your life much more balanced, and make it so much easier to navigate the criticism and judgment. I'm guessing you heard one too many times growing up, you're too sensitive. Don't let it get to you. You're overreacting. Just move on. And being at the receiving end of so much negative judgment because you didn't fit the typical mold has probably led to a lifetime of anxiety and depression. So how do you recognize that you're an HSP? Are you someone that gets way affected by watching the news? Because let's face it, it ain't pretty these days. Do you feel overwhelmed most of the time? Uncomfortable with too many people around you? Do you need a lot of downtime and alone time to recharge after being around too many people or just too much activity in general? Do you feel at times that you can sense people's emotions without them saying anything? And do you overthink every single situation? There are self-tests, and I will add those to the show notes, and you can also find it on my website. Being an HSP myself... Growing up, I always thought there was something wrong with me. I felt a strong sense of loneliness and void in my gut from a very, very young age. Even certain memories till this day, if I look at a picture or remember a certain time, they evoke that deep feeling of emptiness that I experienced at that time. I can feel the same feeling in my core that I experienced at that specific time in my life. And as a result of being an HSP, growing up, I was always labeled a snob, standoffish, not a very nice person, obnoxious, you name it, I've heard it. 
I had a hard time getting over relationships and friendships that didn't work out. I remember that one word someone told me as a reaction to what I did or said or how I looked. I remember clearly what I was wearing or what the other person was wearing when something didn't go well. And I'm talking as far back as seven, eight, nine, and I'm 45 now. Those are the memories I remember. My sisters, on the other hand, and most people remember experiences, trips, foods, locations. I remember the years and the trips based on how I felt during those times. My memories are based on my emotions. So Dr. Aaron says that people that are highly sensitive need to adopt tools and practice to help manage their heightened sensitivity. She personally advocates to take walks, go on hikes, transcendental meditation, and above all, lots of rest. Okay, so my top four are, number one, set boundaries. I don't care how you do it, just practice it more. Learn to say no without the guilt, without the fear of upsetting people around you. Because we know when you accept something that you genuinely don't want to do, your feelings of resentment will eventually come to the surface. And it won't be pretty. So don't go on that dinner if you want to have an early night and you want your, and your mornings are important to you. Don't get swayed to have that decadent dessert when you're trying to lose weight at the risk of not wanting to sound accommodating or pleasing the people around you. Number two, invest in yourself. Take some alone time every single day. Meditate. Journal. Write down positive affirmations. Do visualizations. And most importantly, keep a gratitude journal. It'll tip the balance. Instead of looking all the negative, you'll, you'll see only positive things. I highly recommend the five-minute journal app. Every day you get to input in the journal three things that you're grateful for every morning. And every evening you take time to write three awesome things that happened to you that day. Go out, get that massage, get a facial, have that drink with that friend that completely gets you and vent for like a whole hour so you can come back feeling rejuvenated. Number three, another effective tool that a life coach once shared with me, and this is something that Jen Sincero, author of You're a Badass, also advocates, is to write a letter to yourself or the person in question. So You write the letter detailing as much as you'd like as a way of recounting the experience, the anger, the upset, all the negative emotions that surround that experience. And this is just for you to work through your feelings, reflect on your emotions, and maybe get some clarity on the experience. And once you're done with it, set it free because you have to learn to forgive. You have to learn to let go of grudges because those are very negative and burdensome emotions. Otherwise, it's like that quote, holding on to anger is like drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. And number four, very simple, stop watching the news, read about it. You don't need to watch all the negative crap that's going on. It's so depressing these days. So about HSPs, on a more positive note, John Hughes wrote in an article on LinkedIn And he described the very positive, specific abilities that make HSPs uniquely effective leaders. The first is subtleties. He says that HSPs soak in everything happening around them, especially subtleties that others tend to miss. HSPs live in a world of constant sensory bombardment. Words, conversations, nonverbal cues, movements, sounds, smells, emotions, it gets all taken in. 
And although we can easily become overwhelmed at times and feel forced to withdraw to the background or even leave a situation, taking in environmental subtleties is an invaluable leadership ability. The second is processing over action. Hughes says that HSPs are naturally prefer to process input they've taken in versus taking action and speaking. Team members feel more valued as they are allowed to speak and contribute freely without the prospect of being shut down by an over-anxious leader eager to push their own ideas and move their agenda forward. HSPs are better equipped to lead because they naturally fall to the background. They allow their team members to freely speak and they allow them to share and shine. And lastly is resonance. Resonant leaders seem to say and do the right thing just at the right time. And apparently this isn't luck or magic. It's HSP's innate ability to feel deeply, process richly, and patiently consider the right words and actions from for the moment. HSPs do this naturally. Other positive characteristics of HSPs, as Nikki Anderson sums it up in one of her articles, is that they're reflective, they're self-aware, creative, empathetic, quick learners, deep thinkers, they can be great leaders, they are people readers and lie detectors, and when they love, they love deeply. So, for those HSPs out there who have been criticized for being too sensitive or made to feel crazy because you're different, keep that in mind. Does this make sense? Can you relate to it? So maybe you're an HSP and never knew it. I hope this episode has enlightened you and made you feel like you belong. Or maybe it's made you understand someone close to you a little bit better and allowed you maybe to shift your perspective and accept people's differences rather than judge them on it. Please share what's resonated with you most about this episode and stay tuned for our upcoming episode with Gael Masera, who is a conscious education and parenting coach with a particular interest in the highly sensitive personality. And we discuss this topic in great detail. We've come to the end of the episode. Thank you for listening in. You can connect with me on Instagram at Hibashanbo. And if you know someone who would be interested in listening to today's episode, go ahead and share it with them. If you have any comments or would like to share any thoughts about the episode, please feel free to drop me a DM. You can also leave us a review in your podcast player of choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Remy Deezer. We're also on YouTube, and you can find more on my website at www.hebashanbo.com. I'll see you again in two weeks. Thank you.